0: Today, I sit down with Pritika Swarup, international model, fashion influencer, Columbia finance graduate, and founder and CEO of Prakti Beauty, a skincare brand fusing Ayurvedic beauty traditions and cutting-edge Western technology. So this is a story I cannot wait to share with you all. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success, and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable in Maine, a modern health wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable in Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition as I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other It can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest for today, Pritika Swarup. She's an international model featured on the covers and pages of Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, and Elle while working on campaigns for MAC, Clinique, and Fenty Beauty. She's now also the founder and CEO of Prakti Beauty, a skincare brand embodying the duality of her Indian heritage and American upbringing. I love that Pritika's brand mission to encourage a fearless pursuit of multidimensional, fulfilling lives was inspired by what she saw on her trips to India. Feeling energized by a new generation of young women living fearlessly, Pritika called Prakti Beauty as a representation of who she is and who we all are, hybrids of mixed backgrounds, cultures, heritages, experiences, and dreams. I can already feel so much synergy between our stories, and I cannot wait for our conversation today. So Pritika, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me. I've been so excited to talk to you. Like when we booked this, I was like, yes, finally.
0: Oh, trust me, the feeling is mutual. And um, I'm sure you can relate. There's not many brands that are singing to our heritage in the industry. Um, There's still a long way to go. And we're one of the first, I would say, in the Western world to be making the moves, but we're not going to be the last. And we have to come together as brands to show the power of Ayurvedic beauty to the world. Because let's be honest, this is Older than all of us. You know, I, um, how many times have we probably gone in a room and everyone's like, wait, what's Ayurveda? Never heard of it. That's so new. That's so trendy. It's like, no, 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 no. This is older than like, all of us so this is nothing new we're just we're just bringing back this secret to the world that people have unfortunately become a secret because no one knows um and we should (laughs) bring it you know in india we all know but in the western world it's a big big mission ahead so um we're going to get into that
1: yes you know we just had this shared idea i think um and across a lot of brands and in this like indian beauty movement that it's time to make ayurveda accessible and you know improve overall health and well-being and especially like during the pandemic following the pandemic i just feel like there was this movement where everyone just wants to take care of themselves through and through and that that like aligned with everything that we were doing it just, it just made so much sense
0: Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And timing is always of an essence. And I think the world is ready now for this Ayurvedic wave in beauty. It's, it's especially after lockdown, you know, wellness being at the core of everything. But Pritika, before we go into all of that, I want to start with my first question I ask everyone. Who, in a nutshell,
1: Well, I'm the founder and CEO of Prakthi. I am a global ambassador for Operation Smile, and I'm also a model. And I think over my career, I've just worn so many different hats. But you know, most importantly, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a good friend, I'm a very passionate person about all of my involvements. And um, I just feel like now those personal qualities, and when you're talking to someone, it's like, you know, you don't want to know what they do. Like you want to know who they are, what they stand for, um, what their character is like. And I've just been having, like, I've been even interviewing people, um, you know, for positions and as we're growing the company. And, and I think that's what's been most important. So I love when you ask this question because it really is, it really does like pull back the layers.
0: Exactly. And I, th- I think it's important to always remind ourselves like in that In this ephemeral world anyway, we have to always think like two seconds, three seconds, but who are we? And it is always evolving. If I did this podcast with you in in a year's time, the answer will be different. We know that. But uh, it's beautiful to just, you know, also remind ourselves who we are and be proud of who we are. It's more of a check in with ourselves to say congratulations. You know, I'm really (laughs) proud of what we are today. It's very important. But um, I do want to start a little bit back at the beginning because our stories will be probably very similar being born, born and raised in the Western world, but with you know South Asian roots. I would love to know some of those early memories of Ayurveda and beauty for you growing up. I know you are born and raised in Virginia, but yeah, how was all of that?
1: So my mom really infused Ayurveda into my life and you know, a lot of times I didn't know that it was Ayurveda. Like, she would make this paste every morning with ghee and black pepper and turmeric. And, you know, I didn't know that that was the best vehicle for turmeric to be absorbed into your body. But she's like, here, take this. And um, I have early memories of my nani, like, rubbing this, like, also this mix of, like, turmeric and, and basin, like, all over my arms. I'm not sure. I think it was, you know, so to, to scrub away hair or to, me- I don't yeah. know exactly. I was a baby. and, and so a baby. Let's be honest, also
0: to brighten our skin as well. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I have very early memories of like being in the shower and she would just, you know, strip me down and rub me all over. And I think that there, there wasn't a lot of, um, explanation. It was like, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Just, I think that like, as I was growing up too, I understood the power of Ayurveda and, um, you know, I'd ask my mom questions. I'd be like, okay, why are we making this mask? Like what, what, what is it going to do? And, um, you know, why can't we just buy a product? Like, cause you know, all my friends would be using products, but there really weren't any products out there that had all of these amazing ingredients and put together these recipes that we would make in our kitchen. So, um, yeah. it was kind of a fun experience. Like that was just how we bonded. And, um, you know, I told you before this that my mom, she, so she grew up in India. She moved here when she was 24. And so she was able to bring the culture back. You know, she really made sure that Nick and I, Nick is my older brother, that we never lost that and that we understood everything as far as our, just Hinduism, Ayurveda as a lifestyle and um, being proud of who we are. You know, I grew up with this cultural duality and I think my story is a little bit different from others. You know, although I was born in Virginia, raised in Virginia, and there weren't a lot of Indian people at my school or just around. And eventually, you know, I became more integrated into the Indian community there, but... I just feel like I was always proud of my cultural duality. I didn't feel like I had to choose between the two or that I was too Indian or too American yeah. because everyone is different. And that has a lot to do with my mom and how she said that I should I should feel good about my upbringing and I should feel good about my culture. And your heritage is what you have. It's what your you know, ancestors fought for, for you to be proud of, for you to be the best you can be.
0: I, I love that because I also think it is quite... I wouldn't say unique, but a lot of situations of, you know, a lot of South Asians brought born and raised up in the Western world is sort of the opposite in a sense of like this, this clash of duality of who am I and maybe suppressing a different moment. And often it's, it's you know, connected to like school or being, you know, uh, who you're surrounded by, but it often does start at home. And I think it's so beautiful that your mum. Instilled from a very young age to be proud, but of both sides as well, of that duality of like we're in Virginia. Um, you know, we might not have access to um a lot of different things that we have in, in India, for example, uh, but there there's so much to celebrate, and we'll still do these traditions. One thing I do want to ask though, because I don't know if you had the same thing, um, and also one of the potential founding reasons of why prakti exists today is when while those rituals we had growing up with our nannies and stuff were so amazing in terms of benefits, I did remember feeling the smell was so potent and the way I had to make it wasn't like, you know, easily transportable. You know, you had to make it fresh and use it. And then, you know, the ghee or the the dude would like make Mm -hmm. it smelly after a day or two. Um, So there wasn't that kind of plug and play. Let's go grab it from the shelf and smells good. Did you find that bit of a pain point to continue these rituals as you grow older
1: definitely I think that it just became harder also with homemade recipe recipes like you have a lot of room for error and you know you don't want to put too much turmeric or you don't want to make it too rough and um, I think that was number one but then I think There are so many amazing ingredients that we use in these recipes, but they felt unrefined. They felt um, a lot of times like, you know, you couldn't create luxurious textures or create this, you know, beautiful aroma, you know, just that that was all natural because it's all natural ingredients. But, you know, I found that, I mean, especially when I was even just doing the conceptual development of the products and, you know, for Procthe, Like, I I really felt that we needed to innovate in that area, too, because we want these to be sensorial, efficacious, luxurious, like people should feel good and find it easy, like hassle-free to use these remedies. And yeah, that definitely was one of the biggest pain points, you know, in addition to just Ayurveda as a system being so complicated and intimidating. And um, yeah, just at the product level, though, I, I really felt like they're... There was a lot of work that needed to be done so that we could make these amazing ingredients accessible and make people want to use them because they just smell like divine and they're easy, yep. easy, friendly. Like
0: empowering, you know, you yep. want it to be like a, an exp- a sensorial experience that you 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 look forward to and you feel uh, excited by and, 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 and wiped. Why shouldn't it be And I think that's like um a bit of the the thing about our modern take on Ayurveda with our brands it's, it's kind of allowing the modern consumer to to benefit from the the core ingredients and the, and the natural side with the, and an the efficacy but with a new twist of empowering a ritual. So I think that's, um, yeah, I, I, I understand, trust me, more than anyone. I think we're, we're on the same mission.
1: Maybe it could be that like we've like spoken for the last three years, like just mind to mind and we didn't know it.
0: <laughs> Literally, that's why. I, 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 but now we've physically spoken. Let's see what's going to come. Like, we should be, like, we need to be working together more, collaborating. Like this is something that I think I also, like I was th- talking to my team today and I was like, why haven't I like, you know, um, like full transparency, like why haven't we met before in this last three years? And it's because, you know, COVID wasn't easy with the first two years. And then also, well, ten I, as I'm in London, it's a little bit further. But also like, there's been so much just like, going down, fixing. And now I finally, after three years, I've found my feet. I've started to like come out of the kind of like, I've got a team now and I'm like, okay, now I can like, the brand is there. It's settled. Now what's next? And for me, it's that true collaboration. And I look around, there are some beautiful Ayurvedic brands now, finally in our, in our kind of, um, in our similar landscapes that I now want to find a way for us to all come together and like start empowering each other and, and sort of like leading the, the, cause there's still work to be done. I don't know if you feel the same, but like, there is still this sense of like in the industry with certain stakeholders, whether it's retail or editors or whatever, that there is this kind of like, checkbox or there's one space for a South Asian brand or one and there shouldn't be you know I really think there shouldn't um I don't know if you feel something similar
1: yeah I was thinking about that the other day just because I was thinking about how I first started in the fashion industry and and how my career grew and I think that um you know, there was a lot of tokenism at that time, and that somehow translates to even, like, the startup, the founder brand world, yeah. where, you know, if you've got one South Asian brand, like, that covers it. When that's so not the case, because there's such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Ayurveda, when it comes to how people interpret not only this, like, holistic wellness system, but how they interpret Indian beauty and, like, what it means for their audience. So it's it's just... It's so different, but even when you think about India and just the difference between the north and the south, the people, the diversity,
0: Literally, the yeah.
1: food—I mean, I it just—it's there's so much there. So there's no way that one brand no. can check the box.
0: Basically impossible. And, and and as a consumer of Ayurvedic beauty, like I need more Ayurvedic brands for my own needs that I can't do within Fable, even within hair. You know, like I've I've invested in India Wild and you know Deepak Kosla's brand and. she has a hair oil and i'm like i'm like i want that to win you know like for me it's like uh, a lot of retailers and stuff come to me and they're like um, they even say oh you know don't don't worry we only see you as our ayurvedic brand we're not gonna you know Bring another one, and I'm like, no, no, no! no. You're you're saying the opposite. What I want to hear, I don't want to be the only one. Like that's not music to my ears. That's like the opposite. Like you're not getting it right. Like I want more of us because there needs to be more of us. So there is work to be done because I'm having these conversations. You know, I've had conversations with retailers where they say remove Ayurveda from your strip because no one's going to know what it means. And I'm like, I know no one knows what it means, but I need to put it there and lose some sales sure short, short term if that was if no one knows it. But eventually people will know it. And eventually there'll be a whole wave of Ayurvedic beauty with multiple brands celebrating. And um because if anything, for me Ayurveda has the most array of ingredients that I know that I can speak of in most most cultures. And I physically cannot use even uh a thousand of them in my brand, you know, because it's just so many. I
1: know. Um, oh, my God. When I was just doing research, we have this huge book of just ingredients. And yeah. it really shocked me because so many ingredients that, you know, it's very common here, but so many of these ingredients are from Ayurveda. Like, even like yeah. that there, like, I mean, it goes on and on. And I was like, well, wow, you can almost say like any ingredients Ayurveda, not really, but I'm just saying it's just, is so many
0: yeah, it's so true, and, and we're learning every day. I don't know, because I, I, exactly to your point, like I grew up not knowing what Ayurveda was till later in my life. It was just understood like my nannies ingredients or kitchen ingredients and then later i was like oh it's got a word it's called Ayurveda. okay that's cool and then you start learning more even today like i can tell you like i i barely know any, anything I, I even though i'm going around the world telling people about ayurveda i'm still learning because there's so much um i actually recently just did an ayurvedic course for my team so every week they have like an hour lesson uh from an ayurvedic teacher and uh god i wasn't even getting good grades i was like i was like flunking i was like oh my god there's so much i don't know um just we were the whole of the first eight weeks course was in vata pita Kaffa, but i can tell you like it got so hard where then like one question by the seventh episode seventh week was like um oh like um if i'm gonna get this potato leek soup but i'm having it in summer but i want to you know, work on this, what vata pita type should I be having in my lentils? Something like that. And then my team member would know. And I'm like, what? I say like, so, so the point is, is, is like, it's incredible how uh there's so much more that I that meets the surface. And I invite everyone listening to just like start learning about Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, you know, traditional Arabic Islamic medicine. These natural sciences that come from deep rooted cultures are just so incredible. And they're they're all quite intertwined right. to me. It's nature's own medicine. And it's just amazing.
1: Our, like our mission is really to simplify Ayurveda right exactly. through education, because it is like even just the three constitutions. And then when you blend those, because there's one that's, you know, the stronger one, but you have both. And then that changes depending on the season and, and your lifestyle habits. And, you know, it's, it's an evolving, it's just an evolving idea and, and um, t- way of looking at life. So Yeah, it's I think the hardest thing is is really simplifying and and you know, making these ideas digestible to people who haven't grown up with with Ayurveda. And I feel like I've, you know, even in the beginning when we were creating the brand we were like yes we're going to do this and then we realized we need to do more we launched our ayurveda for all platform specifically for that reason because we needed to have you know start putting out how to videos across our social channels and and different blog posts breaking down like ingredients and abhyanga massage techniques and meditation and just trying to find ways that people can infuse these techniques into their everyday lives and you know just talking about it in the way that I think maybe you and I would talk about it just wouldn't work for yeah. our audience. So yep. it, it took me a minute to get there. And then I was like, oh, thank God, you know, and it's still, it's still a work in progress.
0: Exactly. Couldn't agree more. And and, and I think that's the art of like, um, also balancing the fact that there'll be consumers and audience, I call them like tribe members of our, of our brands that will be there with three years and they're willing to learn even more. And there's some new customers that have just, Firstly in their, in their life tried like even Indian food like I remember I did a master class recently, and it was like the first time they let alone know Ayurveda that they've tried like a, a curry dish and it was incredible how I had to like adapt in a room to like someone who's barely known the culture and someone who knows a lot um, and then how to sing and, and and speak to them all. But I think it ultimately goes down to to um, kind of patience. And kind of like, it's a long-term education journey with the brand, plus as the brand is evolving too. But I couldn't agree more. Simplifying it, making it accessible and exciting. It's like the, the fun part of our job. Fun, I know. Beyond just products. It's like, oh, I'm like a teacher. I'm like, a, you know, I love it. It's so interesting.
1: Yeah, I think um, like just having this fresh take, making it fun and making Ayurveda cool. I always say exactly. that. Like, I'm like, Ayurveda is cool, holistic yeah. wellness cool. And, you know, I, we, you know, we captured this like younger audience as well. And the whole point is to start at like as early as you can, because you can only benefit. And at the same time, like, I think even when I was younger, like maybe I didn't, I didn't like focus as much on just like my personal well-being and my health. And yes, I would be doing things, but, you know, just so career focused and always like really just prioritizing work. And, and then you take a step back and you're like, wow, I wish I did this earlier.
0: Couldn't agree more. And, 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 and and, no, it's so exciting. So, I mean, I I guess I want to ask that the first main question is how did you decide to launch on Prakti and the name inspiration behind Prakti Beauty?
1: So Prakti's name, it's my name plus Shakti, which means female power. And our larger mission is to inspire women to fearlessly pursue multidimensional lives and, um, you know, really just go out there and, and not let anyone limit you in in your pursuits because when I was starting my career, I feel like I, you know, I was starting as a model. I didn't really know my place in the industry. I found that like I didn't have a place, also that at that time there wasn't as much diversity and inclusion. Yeah. And I that is when I really um, developed a strong sense of self because I just didn't know what was going on, like how I wanted to be, you know, perfect in that sense for every client and figure out like, okay, this is what I need to do to get to where I want to be. But, you know, I realized that like staying true to myself, staying true to my culture, also, um, all of my passions and involvements. Like I went to Columbia, I studied financial economics, I were I've been working with Operation Smile since I was in eighth grade. Like I really wanted to make sure that I didn't limit myself and because we're all multidimensional. Like I always talk about exactly. this. because I had so many agents that told me I can only be very good at one thing. And if I'm going to be a model, I need to stick to that path. I can't go to school. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. travel without smile. Like it was a very um, big moment because I just understood like, okay, well this is what I need to do to feel good about myself. And I can't just conform yeah. to what someone else thinks I should do or what this industry, how this industry thinks I should be. So I really wanted to communicate that message to women and um, to everyone through Procthe because I think that it's important. You need to have your cheerleaders, and I want Procthe to be that cheerleader that inspires you, that makes you feel motivated and excited to do what's going to make you feel the best about yourself. So that's the whole idea behind the brand name and just the background of how how that came to being. And then as far as Procthe, I mean, it had been something... I was thinking about for a while, I mean, you know about my background and growing up with Ayurveda and I worked in the fashion industry. I mean, I'm still, you know, full-time as well. I I have like three full-time hats on right now, but um, I really just understood there were no... There were no India-inspired brands that had made it to global scale. And also the whole representation and inclusion um, in the industry really shocked me because I un- I just I understood that there were not a lot of Indian women and Indian people in media and entertainment. And, you know, if we say we're diverse, like, why don't we represent true diversity? Why don't we represent this in- amazing culture that I am so fortunate to have? And um, that was a big part of it, I think. Um, it just really stems from that. And then also going into my research that once I was like, you know what, why hasn't this happened? Let me, let me understand why. Then all of those pain points came to light. Um, just the fact that Ayurveda has been a bit unrefined, although amazing and powerful and proven unrefined, so complicated, um, a little bit traditional when it comes to integrating into the modern lifestyle. And, um, you know, I had, I led focus groups with hundreds of women in India and in the U S and just wanted to understand like how they, what they thought about Ayurveda, what were their beauty ideals, their pain points, their concerns. Um, you know, how could we make this happen? And this was at the end of 2019 when I still hadn't even fully committed to launching Procti and getting this ball rolling. I was just like, I really need to know everything there is to know. And, um, Yeah. And then after that, I just, I decided I'm going to do this and I'm going to create a brand that embodies this um, duality that I have in this like sort of hybrid and not only make it about the formulas mixing the best of the East and the West or best of Ayurveda and advanced technology, but you know, infusing it throughout the brand. So we like to say we're India inspired, not Indian inspired because we're inspired by mm. India, by the culture, by the beautiful um, jewel tones, just the practices, how how the beauty ideals are so different, how it's more about like skin and soul. It's about also being proactive with your beauty, right? It's like making sure that you have this balance so that you're not treating yourself when these breakouts happen or when these, um, you know, this inflammation happens, it's like maintaining a good level. And I think a lot of people don't talk about how Ayurveda is a wellness system that's meant to be, you know, proactive. It's meant to keep you yeah. in this balanced state. So, you know, all those questions came up and then I started on this journey. And um, I think when I think back to that, I was like, wow, I didn't yeah. know anything. Like, and it's it's amazing how yeah. much you learn through experience, but um yeah it's it's been a really beautiful experience that I think you know there's definitely been lots of struggles but just thinking back to that moment when I was like I'm gonna do it and I and that sort of conviction and like okay because at that time even when we were doing a small angel round you know we raised like 1.5 in the beginning just to like get it going and even talking to people about this it, it was a lot of people said like oh but you know this is this is such a difficult concept like no one knows about this. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not, you really need to pivot. You really need to, you know, wash this down. And I was like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Cause then how, how are you really going to make those steps that matter and, and really help people and, and challenge them to take part in something that will improve their well being. So it was a lot of tough conversations too.
0: But I'm so glad that, um, you know, you, 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 stayed true to the mission and, and fought through all of those because it's never easy starting the brand. I mean, even building it, it's never easy at all in this journey, as we know, but it's yeah. so worth it. Um, and it's all through those multitude of different check-ins and you know it could be a consumerist coming to you and saying you've changed my life with your product it could be your team member is growing you know it could be like your retailers getting like excited and selling out like there's so many ways that kind of validates you but you know we'll be naive to say it's always up and up and up there's so many ups and downs um that it's just part of the journey but i do want to talk a little bit about the first product and then eventually where the range is today. So you can like paint the picture for the audience listening in because I have your products here. I mean, if you're watching it on okay, YouTube. you got my see, care package. They're amazing. I saw your message too. I'm so like, I'm, I literally got this yesterday. So this is perfect timing. So I'm going to try everything out tonight. But I did already try one yesterday and I was just obsessed with the for, the formula and the texture. And I'm like, oh my God, the fact that this is Ayurvedic is a dream. So this might be my new favorite.
1: Sure. Which one was it?
0: It was, the, yeah, the the purple polish exfoliator one.
1: Yes. It,
0: yes. Just the texture, it's like it's incredible. Um, so I haven't actually gone through the rest. I'm going to like properly deep dive into tonight into a whole practice ritual. Um, so I'm so excited. Um, I I, reason why I didn't, I wanted to first ask you one of my questions after you talk about the products is what's your go-to ritual of the products. And I can like take note and then do it tonight.
1: So, well, you tried Pretty Polish, so that is our first hair product, and we really launched with an instant glow exfoliator, because after speaking to all of these women, I mean, obviously the number one desire is having glowing, healthy, just beautiful skin, and Mm. everyone talks about the glow, right? So. We really wanted to create a product that, you know, honored Indian culture and like rice rice is such a powerful ingredient and we wanted to make it fun though, you know, and also we used an advanced milling technique because we were concerned about, you know, the abrasiveness and making sure that Every type of woman could use it, you know, based on different skin tones, types. Like, I just think that even with the most sensitive skin, we wanted this product to work and be customizable depending on how deep you want your exfoliation to be. And then, of course, there is the color change. So everyone talks about this surprise and I just wanted it to be like we talked about fun and fresh and kind of redefine like what Ayurveda means in the sense that, you know, it's not just traditional and it's also, um, you know, we wanted to innovate with the experience every product has a beautiful story. It has its own experience. So it's sensorial. It has the color change. It has this beautiful aroma with rose damascena oil and vetiver root. It um, just looks so pleasing in this jar. So this jar, oh my God, um, it's this beautiful genie shape. And like it has the copper spoon that's, you know, inspired by the spice spoons from India. So this jar has really become our signature. And now we have two other products that have you know, the light light lavender jar and then the purple jar. But, you know, we wanted to give that nod to just this, like, rich Indian culture, like this genie shape. It feels very sensual. It's so pleasing to the eye. So... You know, every um from every way you look at that product, it's just this beautiful experience that makes you feel good when you're using it. And um, yeah. you know, every woman is different. I feel like I, I really try to read every email and message because it helps me understand like what people want or what people love about it. And you know, it's always the aromas as well because they're they're functional as far as skincare, but they're also functional as far as mood enhancement. So, you know, but Prithi Polish, it's it's very much like stress relieving, calming, um, soothing, energizing. So every product has a specific aroma that's not even very much expected, you know, when it comes to Indian beauty, It, it has like floral, but a little earthy, it has, you know, uplifting, energizing, it's just, I wanted to make that a big part of the brand. And we've also really developed our aroma stories and we're going into a new category, and that really stems from just the the excitement around these aromas. And so, yeah, pretty polish is always going to be very dear to my heart. I think that it's also you know the first product we won three awards for, and also
0: yeah, just this year, so many.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a, some of them will be announced soon, but I just. I think like, it's so special because we really put everything we had into this one product. And yeah. um, I think a lot of people at that time were questioning our cadence. Like, okay, you're launching with one product. What about a moisturizer? Everyone needs mm. to use a moisturizer. You can use an instant glow exfoliator two to three times a week. But we just, we really felt strongly about this. And so we went for
0: it. That's so exciting. And and in terms of um, the perfect, if you were going to give someone the perfect like practice facial or ritual or what would be your go-to range and and how to use it? So
1: I, I mean, I think even just in my skincare ritual, I'm very simple. I don't use like 20 products. And, you know, when I was creating these products too, I really wanted them to be multifunctional across various needs and concerns. So, I mean, I, I definitely cleanse with pretty polish twice a day. That's very important. And then I exfoliate probably a little more than I should because I'm just obsessed with pretty polish. And I use it, um, I probably use it three to four times a week, but we say two to three. So cleanse, exfoliate, and then Sunda Skin, the Essential Hydrating Serum. So that serum is, it's our second hero product and is just magic. I'll tell you why in a second because you haven't tried it yet. And then, um sapna soft, so our moisturizer it's our our product we just launched back in July, and maha mask is amazing too i don't use it every day because you're supposed it's a it's a deeply hydrating moisture mask, so you have maha main, which I think is really yeah cool.
0: that oh I was God. we should like do something together about it the fact that it's like we have like because we know maha is like the most beautiful, common, like Maharaja, the great. Um, And I was like, uh, even like I was talking to like um, our creative managers and we were like, we should do like a Maha, I don't know, like a giveaway, something, we should work on some kind of event or something. We have to do something later. We'll talk offline. Maha moment. Maha moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. You know, we also, even with our naming system, like, I love that, you know, we didn't, we don't even know, like we did not not meet and we did not talk about this, but we somehow came up with a similar naming system exactly and it really combines like these two cultures. It combines the Hindi, English, you know, mashed up words and that make it fun and fresh. And so I love that you've done that as well. And that we have this whole Maha moment together. So yeah. we should do something like I'm going to we're gonna brainstorm.
0: We're going to brainstorm, but it's so true. So yeah, but you, but you were saying about cinder skin. But what makes it so okay. special? I'm so excited to know. Well,
1: as far as like the products at the formulaic level, I think something really important to me was pushing innovation in this space. And when I say that, I, I feel like not, I mean, there are amazing brands out there, but I think I really wanted to make sure that They had not only the Ayurvedic ingredients and the advanced actives, but when it came to the processing, like how the products worked on your skin. And so some of the skin has the same absorption rate as water. So it has this like disappearing act and it's like now you see it, now you don't. And it's on your face and then like within 10 seconds, it's just absorbed. It has multi-level hydration, you know, it evens your tone and boosts luminosity. So it's just one serum that does it's like an all in one, like the white t-shirt of the brand. And I just I wanted because like I know that in the past I would use like many different serums and I'm like, but why can't we combine all these benefits into one? And why can't we make it so that it absorbs instantly? It does everything you want it to do. And you know, you can layer on the moisturizer, you can layer on your makeup. I mean I'm in Glam most days of the week and so i really wanted to create like also the perfect base for makeup so um this serum like it has this like uplifting energizing it's aroma amazing. too amazing
0: i've just put it on on my on my hand it's like the aroma is beautiful it just like instantly like cools freshens it feels like my hand is alive but it's like gone <laughs> It's so
1: crazy. It has that, um, it's like the combination of the ginger and the patchouli oil and the licorice root and has this like slight, but it's very much energizing. So I love to just take a, you know, take a deep breath when I'm doing Sunda Skin.
0: Oh, it's amazing. Well, I mean, I might, I might, um, um, Follow you up on that that Facetime ritual thing. We might have to do that after. Oh, yeah. uh, this is I'm so excited to to try everything and and I think what what's incredible is is you've allowed for um, Ayurveda to 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 sing in all these ingredients, but at the same time make it so simplified um, through the benefit through the product name because it's still Westernized in the sense of like people going into a shelf will be like, okay, well, that's a face cleanser, that's a purifying face cleanser. And then later, when they discover it, they can now start understanding the Ayurvedic benefits over time of using it, um, which I think is so, yeah, it was very similar to Fable Man. I think, I think we're, we're literally like, I, I find you like, you're my, my hidden co founder. I feel like we're the same. I feel, I know, like, it's I feel like, like, it's like we're doing it's, the same thing. I'm, yeah,
1: I mean, I think <laughs> just even from the research that I had done before launching the brands and like going through the product philosophy, Right now people want instant results, right? They want exactly. to see it. that's why the instant glow exfoliator. That was another reason because you that's use pre polish and in mm. one use you see that your skin is so much brighter and softer. Like you don't need to like sell the product because you use it once and you're like, Oh my God, this this is, uh, you know, truly in one use. So for each of these products, like just understanding, um, like the modern consumer, like you need to show those results. And so even so the skin, like your, your face just feels so plump and hydrated and it, it has this non-greasy effect. So you don't, Feel it at all. Like I, it really disappears. And to me, like when I had tried this, I was like, well, how did this happen? You know, I was talking with the lab that we worked on for our, our, um, three products after the first line. And then I was just talking to the chemist cause we, chem- we formulated also with an Indian chemist. So we have, you know, four chemists on our team, but one of them had to be Indian at least so that we could make sure. sure people understood. And, um, he understood everything at the level that, um, you know, I do. And I think that he even, you know, surpasses me, which is amazing because you never want to be the one that knows it all. So, um, yeah, I mean, he understood it and just the, and, you know, even the smaller molecular, like structure, like in this product, like the fact that it just there's nothing like stopping or blocking this absorption and having to like understand that process too. Like these are, there are certain things that I, I clearly didn't know when we were going through the formulation process and this took like 28 iterations to, to get to that point. And um, yeah, I'm just really proud of it. Like, I'm so, it's our second hero product, and I feel like they're all babies, right? I know, Like, yeah. when you put out a product, it's like you care so much and you're so nervous, and you're like, oh my God, what if people don't know what Sunda means coming from Sundar? Like, what if, they oh, don't I know. Yeah. This? Oh, yeah. You, I know, it, if anyone, you get it.
0: Uh, it, it, it's it's and we we sometimes will doubt ourselves because sometimes you know when we're in it we're in it and then we launch it we're like oh god I don't know if it will work and sometimes honestly it doesn't I had another podcast this morning and what was great to hear from her was um, she had an SPF that a uh, product that didn't work for a while and then suddenly had a viral moment and now it's like their number one skew and it made me realize like i still have some skews that are not performing as well as i would love but i love the formula i think it's incredible and i get days where i'm like should i rename it should i repackage it what should i do should I discontinue it should i like you know i don't know but i think patience sometimes is is important and if you believe in it it will have its moment all the babies will be having it shining (laughs) star um you know what I mean? It's it's important to remind ourselves that that it doesn't all have to happen overnight for every product. Um, but it yeah, it's yeah, exciting it, when it there does.
1: There are always those like hero products, but I think it's also yeah. discovery, right? Like when they when a yeah. person gets hooked on to that hero, and they're like, oh well, you know, this brand must have a great cleanser or a great serum and just be open to the idea of trying something new because then sometimes people are really set in their routines and their rituals and they're like this works for me and I kind of get like that it's almost like listening to a song that I really like a hundred times and you know I won't even get tired of it until much later but like it's the same thing with skincare it's like you just want to use what you know you're comfortable with so get hooking them with that hero and then and then having that opportunity to have them fall in love with the other products.
0: Exactly. Uh, I mean, I do want to ask what's um, the future uh, looking like with Prakti um, and uh, things that you can share. Um, obviously I know some things are still in the pipeline. So, but what is sort of like the vision long-term plan?
1: Yeah. I mean, our next step, we're launching um, Puffy Pure in October. So that's our warming detox mask. It's actually, yeah, the most technologically advanced product that we're putting out. And I'm really excited about that. I think I really pushed myself with this one in particular. And so that's the most immediate next step. So, I mean, it's, I'll just tell you a little bit about it now that, now that I've opened that Please, please,
0: you can't leave me hanging.
1: (laughs) I know, no, it's so. It's the first clay mask that doesn't dry while it's pulling out impurities and pollutants. So it has this push pull technology. So it's pushing hydration and moisture into the skin, but it's pulling out all these impurities and pollutants and, and, in minimizing the pores. And it's doing this in a really comfortable, nurturing way. So the mask itself actually, like throughout the duration of your mask experience, it's warming, it's like slightly warming and it's really comforting. But then like, it's also, it has this texture that's so creamy and delicious. And it just, it stays that texture. So it's not it's not drying, it's not uncomfortable. And I guess that this really stems from like my detoxing experiences and how every time I'd use a detox mask, like I have to use it. Obviously, there's like so much buildup and in, in my pores and my skin and I would use it and my face would feel so angry and tight and red. And you know, I would go see a dermatologist like a week later and she'd be like, Stop using these masks. Like your your skin is not thanking you. It's like really, really um, disrupting your barrier and just causing you to have all these like red splotchy patches. And so I just wanted to redefine that experience and make it something that people can look forward to, that they can enjoy. That's the complete opposite of what you would think of detoxifying. So this is, yeah, this is, going to be a great one and it's purple from the purple sweet potato and it's got purple kale and clay and it's just you know leaning into that fun like oh my gosh you know with pretty polish and the mask and I mean, you know, the brand colors, this amethyst, we say it's, amethyst, even though it's not yeah. a real color, but it's amethyst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's
0: going to be, if I, if, I, if it's going to be like anything like your previous products is going to be incredible. So I'm so excited. Um. I mean, also, I, I did want to ask, because for anyone listening, where is Prakti distributed right now? People just want to like, you know, apart from the website, which... Um, uh, d2c people mostly know yeah. com.
1: so right yeah. now we're on our website we are d2c and we are you know speaking to retailers right now we're looking to launch in a few next year so we're excited about that and just going through that process and we've just been really careful with that process. Because even when people had approach us early on, it's like, you know, when you have one product, you want to be able to tell a story. And we had this cadence of launching a new product every few months. And now we're at the point where we have our serum, we have our moisturizer out, we're about to launch our second mask. So, you know, with six products in the line, like completing the lineup, like we just felt like now is a good time because it's it's all there and, you know, we can build from that, but it's just a good base. And I think I was a little nervous about rushing that process. So next I th- year. I think
0: you're so smart, like to do that, because I think a lot of people don't know the full ins and out of launching in retail and, and the product requirements. And I think today you can look at Prakti and see it on a full shelf, having productivity and all the SKUs and it's the perfect moment because, you know, there is a balance of launching in retail and being the newness brand where you get a bit more priority and, you know, uh, also not having given up a lot of retail opportunities by rushing. So now, you know, a lot of retailers would be like, wow, it's, it could be an exclusive launch. It could be, um, you know, we can do it in a stronger way. Plus you have the audience, the know-how, the, 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 the feedback from consumers. But, um, I, I think you've done it like spot on, but I'm also so excited for you to go into retail and, you know, privately offline. I'll like anything I can do to help and give you all my tips and tricks, all my lessons and learnings and even things we can do together. Like uh, I'm there for you because yeah. that's one thing that, um, you know, the brick and mortar side of retail, the education field. Um, We've got to work together on that as an Ayurvedic brand because our biggest point is education. It's just education. We need to keep on educating people about what we're doing
1: yes. together. And I, I love what you've been doing yeah. too. Like I've been following along and just what you've been doing with Sephora and the hair oiling stations and, there's so much we're going to do together. Like I, I am so excited about it and I'm just so proud of you for taking that huge step and, you know, creating these experiences where people can understand it and, and know that it's, it's exactly what they need. And I think that's a, like a scary thing because you don't know exactly how it's going to be received and the way you've done it. Um, I feel like has really opened the door. So I, I admire that about, you know, your process and And it's also you there, right? Like you're going, you're doing all of these educational, like interactive moments at the different um, locations. And I like that. I'm also that type of person. Like I will be there. I will be everywhere. And because it has to be, because at the end of the day, I I think they want to learn from us. So
0: exactly. And when do, and you know, I always say like, I I really appreciate this kind words and, 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 uh, it's it's nice to hear it because sometimes you know you get so in your silo of doing things and I don't always hear it so I really appreciate it but um uh I I also think it's like uh it's exactly to your point like I I love I become the beneficiary by going and being in all these spaces because when do I get to build a brand like like this this is like such an incredible moment I want to selfishly like absorb every single touch point and the most for me like Fulfilling one is when I get to meet people, interact with people in real time, and and um, and you know also similar to both of us, you know when we, when we launched in a period near COVID, the first primitive years have been very like um, under a screen and not really physically seeing and connecting and touching. And ayurveda is all about that touch, that emotion. So for me as a founder, um, I want to really see the eyes and the, the emotion when people experience it, and then that helps me understand what I'm doing and what I'm building, if that makes sense. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the, I mean, like that whole sensorial experience and and being there, seeing the products, smelling the products, like, I mean, it's like yeah. the balance of like the innovation and this pleasure principle, because like maybe yeah. you can write a couple beautiful um, sentences about that. But like when you're there in the moment, explaining it, talking about it, it's like one, I think people, I mean, I see your passion. I love that yeah. passion. And I think um, it really makes a difference.
0: Yeah, no, it's so true. And, uh, and it, it's just, um, I feel like it's always just the beginning. There's more, but it is true. Have, after a while, being both, you know, both of us founder and CEOs, there is a hard balancing game between being the founder, like going out, doing the meetups, master masterclasses, blah, 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 and then the CEO part. Because I also now, you know, we have 20 plus employees every day. They need nurturement. I need to like manage them, build them. Performance reviews, and when I travel for like a month doing my gallivanting around Sephora, mm-hmm. <laughs> they suffer for the month. So I now need to be a bit stricter and be like, oh "Gosh, you are also a CEO. Behave! Like, give some time back in the office. Do nothing and just sit there." So that's yeah. what I'm doing now. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, i here sure for
1: I, I, I mean, it's. I think that that gives me the like that troubles me like you know when I'm feeling like okay I need to be out there like we're also the spokesperson and who there's no one better to really talk about the brand and our products and our mission our give back commitments like it has to be us but then it's like the operations behind the scenes like you know I'm taking like five minute bathroom breaks but just going there and like checking in my emails and making sure there's no like fires or something that needs my immediate attention and that always is. (laughs) I know. I'm taking bathroom breaks. It's really just because I don't want to be rude, like at a table or, you know, in a meeting setting. But I I just know that I have to know everything's working okay.
0: There's, honestly we're this we're going to be like best friends like we're the same person but i love that whenever we're, we're just going to hang out we're just going to look at each other in the eyes and be like 10 minutes 10 minutes okay see in a bit and i'm just going to go on my phone do emails then i'll come back right. in reality so I, just, <laughs> I can already imagine
1: it's just like this understanding <laughs> i think of of someone and like where they are and what they need yeah, yeah. I feel like I could just it's look so
0: at true. you and know, like, this you is know, we'll both know. And we'll be like, okay, yeah, let's just uh, check in, check out. But but I think I think it's uh, important for us to, while we're early in the company, to still stay and keep both titles. So I think um, ultimately the passion that comes from the early days of having both the founder role and the CEO role, and if we lead and start with that, I, I've convinced myself, you know, I have days where I doubt it. I'm like, should I hire a, a president or a CEO? All my other founder friends have done that. I'm still okay like I think I think ultimately what we're building is still so different um there isn't really a seasoned president I can hire that will really understand Ayurveda, unfortunately today because it's just so different to like a a, a Bobby Brown or Ethelodora Brown or whatever right it's not the same type of yeah. DNA so ultimately I'm still I still don't think I'll find a solution that's like Better than me just putting in the time. Short term, um, long term, yes. Like I, I, I have to scale it and stuff. Like I need some support. I'm not. I can't, you know, fully do it all on my own. But for now, um, you know, we we know better because our of our nanny. That was our. Uh, that's our <laughs> presidents. You know, unfortunately, my nanny's not around anymore. But yeah, technically, they're the best well, teachers.
1: Taught I you did. everything. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it, it's such a. I, I mean, it's just such a specialized, like specific. Um, that we're doing like we have to I think we have to be the ones like leading that charge and and you know finding the right direction because it's hard I think it's hard but I think every type of brand building and and every type of like educational platform or whether it's Chinese medicine or Indian medicine I think it just requires extra love and extra attention and you know even when I was first starting the brand and the founder and CEO role, it was just interesting that people were like, Oh, like we just thought you were the spokesperson or just because my background, you know, having worked in fashion and working with all these major cosmetic brands, beauty brands, like, yes, I was the face of many of these brands, but I think, you know, this just has so much more of me in it. And I, Mm -hmm. and I love that. And I just feel like, you know, no one can really tell you, you know, how to, how to move forward and, You have to, you have to feel it and know it. And it's almost like believing in that, like that your gut believing in yourself, but like that gut feeling of what you should do and shouldn't do, because it's not like, it's not a formula, like what we're doing in this whole space and how we're bringing it to light in a, in a new way. It's just, it's, there's no formula for it. So it's almost like sometimes we have to figure it out as we go.
0: Exactly. And that's why I say, you know, and we'll figure it out also together, um, holding hands as, as collaborative brands. And I think that's going to be the future of the wave of Ayurveda is if we all stand strong um, and, and 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 learn from each other and build each other on the journey too. So lots and lots more to come on that. And uh, I'm excited to like speak more offline with you um, to 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 brainstorm some fun ideas. But um, we will wrap up soon so I know you have we have both businesses to build and I don't want to keep you too long, but I do have some fire questions to end. Um, but first I do have a desert Island situation. So imagine you're invited to a founder beauty retreat. It's not me. It's TSA. They're the bad ones. And they're being really strict. And they're saying, Pritika, you can only bring one product product with you. What is your go-to you're bringing on this Island?
1: Okay. For a desert Island. Yeah. You no, know, I think, I think it would have to, it would have to be sun to skin. Yeah, I need to have like deep hydration at all times. I need to feel like my skin, my skin needs it. Like it just needs it. I think I can survive without sunscreen. <laughs> I think that's bad to say, but I need sun to skin.
0: <laughs> and uh, I think it's a, it's the perfect one to just combat like a lot of different things that might happen in the desert island. You have this like all in one yeah uh, solution and so it's better
1: that. i think even like not even the moisturizer because i feel like if we're on a hot island like sunday skin is so light and it absorbs instantly so like i just feel like i you know, might be sweating on the island <laughs> i might just need need to live. We have a little room to breathe there so yeah yeah, it's a good third skin
0: that's That's what it it is i love it second skin we don't have three skins what am i talking about second skin (laughs) i was like what's our second one why is it our third um but anyway (laughs) moving on swiftly um so the fire round questions four questions and then we'll wrap it up So first question, what's another beauty brand you're currently loving right now in any vertical, any industry?
1: I love so many of them. I love yours. I (laughs) I mean, I love, I was just reading something about Kofi Beauty and I just really, I'm so excited for Kofi and Priyanka. And I just, I
0: think
1: that they are making it so fun and you know, the way that they talk about their products and the stories and their names. It just, it really speaks to me. And I just feel like it's going to speak to so many more people that aren't even South Asian, but I just feel like it's such a huge moment. And she's like, I think that no one has been able to do it like Kofi is doing it and just making it fun and accessible and cool. And like what we're trying to do and, you know, on the Ayurveda side, as far as like skincare and, and hair care, but I just really love what she's doing. And I just love her, her values, as far as inclusivity, and what she's been promoting, as far as like her campaigns and the diversity yeah. there, and the real skin, and um, yeah, I just feel like she's been getting it right on all sides. I've I've never actually met totally her, agree. but this is oh, a love. Yeah, for her. yeah, <laughs>
0: she's she's the best, and, and and I and I generally like um, no, like it's it's Kofi is gonna it's gonna smash it, but like uh, uh th- th- I think I think one thing I love especially is just the fact that she's unapologetic. Like she probably chooses names that even retailers and everyone would be like, what? No, it doesn't make sense. And she's like, no, this is, this is what I want to do. This is India. It doesn't matter. Uh, and I love it because for me, it's like, it's, it's exactly what I am excited to see in the industry. And I think many people are even from not our culture, they just get excited by what she's doing. So.
1: Yeah. Like, like that um, one, Nizar no more. Like how, yeah is that like just the concept behind it i was like this is great i mean i i feel like you know i do a lot of my brainstorming at like two or three in the morning when i'm thinking of like maha mask or some Mm -hmm. skin but like i just want to be in her mind and know like how did that happen it's just brilliant
0: exactly uh yeah you should um you should listen to my podcast with her it was really inspiring she's really good Um,
1: okay i have to say it
0: was like i think a year ago but um Mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I actually think I should start revisiting and doing it again because the brands have evolved so much since I spoke to some founders, right? Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it was about a year ago. So I'll send that to you, the link. Um, my next question is, what or where is your happy place?
1: I have, I feel like I have one key happy place. It would be with my family in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. I I, I mean, I grew up like in the suburbs. Like I know it, it, it looks like I'm always bouncing around all these, like, major cities, but I love my parents so much. I love my brother and their dogs. We're big dog people, and, um, whenever I feel like things are becoming a lot, or I just, I need to find a certain part of myself again, I, I really do when I'm with them, and that's just the energy they give me of just, like, just fully accepting, loving, um, nurturing me, so, yeah, that's, that, that will always be my happy place, and it doesn't matter, like, if it's Virginia, it's like wherever they are is my happy place.
0: Love that. I love that. Um, my next question is, do you have a secret or hidden talent?
1: I, I, this is how I feel about myself. I don't know exactly, but I feel like I'm just really good at understanding people and, and reading people and knowing what they need from me in that moment and, and how I can help them and how I can, um, just make them feel better. So like, I just feel like that that has happened over a lot of time and I think my mom has a lot to do with that. but just because when you're talking to your friend or you're talking to your mom or dad and you just you're able to like read them and help them through something or maybe they can't tell you exactly what they need, but you just know it from from a couple of seconds of conversation. So I feel like that's a good talent to have because you can be very yeah. really considerate and just empathetic towards everyone you're around, I think that's helped me so much. Like as we're growing our team too, because I want, I want people to feel so happy and sometimes people won't directly tell you like, okay, what's going to make, what's going to make me feel fulfilled the most. And so it's like up to us to, you know, as leaders to, to figure that out and,
0: and to read people before they even know what they need, you know, it's kind of like a, it is a very good talent. And I think it's also (laughs) very rare, but also if you harness it in business, it makes one of the best leaders. So I love that, the fact that you said that. Um, so yeah, my, my last question is if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, what would you be doing right now?
1: I would probably be a doctor. I mean everyone in my family is a doctor and okay. I I grew up thinking I would be like an eye surgeon or maybe a vet. I I just feel like I mean I know those are two different things, but I like I said, I love my dogs. <laughs> like I am obsessed with animals and <laughs> like I I'm like I that person you. that would want to sleep with our like 120 pound German shepherd and my parents were like oh, no but I wanted to I, you.
0: I mean look at my my home screensaver it's my three doggies
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh so adorable! That uh, that'd be
0: good too. You have three? but um I have three I mean my sister's gonna scold me because it's she sees, sees them more as her doggies but they're technically they both of ours but she spends more time in my family home so she gets to be more with them so if you ask them they'll be like more attached to nikki right now because i'm always the one traveling and stuff but vegas which is the maltese terrier he's my number one he's my little baby Uh, he's quite old now it's so you know my parents are being very manipulative they're like always being like you better come home vegas is getting old and you know he might not have long left, and I'm like, and I'm like, you've been saying that for three years. He's still around, still healthy as hell. He's he's chilling. Don't. <laughs> it's kind of like you've written him off. <laughs> it's not even. He's still good, <laughs> but it's smart. Oh, it gets me on. The same thing. I
1: feel like it's yeah. that guilt. The guilt of like, oh, I haven't seen you in two months. Oh, yeah. they're so good at building you into doing things, that I'm like, oh, God, you know, I wish I I could. Like, it's it makes hard. me feel oh. like
0: I. I know. Sometimes they win. Like this weekend, they won. I'm coming home, to, but again, just to see, just to see my puppies. Um, but yeah, wow. um, so <laughs> it's so funny. And they're not even yeah. puppies. I don't know why I call them puppies. They're like old, but it doesn't matter. um, <laughs>
1: um I Yeah, my Dorky, I I t- she's like three mm-hmm. pounds. I was actually in the hospital with her until 2 a.m. yesterday because she no. got her leg stuck in an escalator and I freaked what? out. Like, I know it was it wasn't like stuck, but it just her her like nail came out fully and she like, ripped mm. the bottom of her paw. And I mm. I know I was like hearing these. Okay? bags she's okay now. She's okay. okay she good. got, she like got it glued up and, you know, she has this oh, really man. huge bandage, like a bandage. It's all like mm-hmm. just around her leg, but like, she's so small and she's three pounds. And I just like, you know, anything that happens to a dog at that, oh, no. like that week, it's, it's bad. So yeah. I like, didn't even know I was that kind of dog mom where all of a sudden, like I was just on it and we were in the yep. hospital and I, I low key, yep. like, yelled at a couple of people i was like you need to see her now <laughs>
0: oh, oh well was, thank uh, god she's got you but yeah it's not easy um but yeah he brings out those instincts right that when it comes out in these moments but i'm just so glad she's yeah. okay and sending her my my i mean i don't think she can hear me but sending her my love in the in the she universe will. i'll give her um, a hug yeah, yeah please do and a, and a treat uh, um it's been such an honor speaking to you i mean i'm like so annoyed that it's taken us this long but uh doesn't matter we'll make up for lost time and we're gonna like what's coming up is going to be exciting for us i'm very excited to continue our conversation offline but for everyone listening in where can they follow yourself and the brand.
1: So the brand is at Proxy Beauty on Instagram and TikTok and then our website, com. And for me it's my full name, kritika Swarup, and I have a TikTok. I'm just getting started on it. Honestly, it's coming together, but I've Ooh. now I've now become a TikToker.
0: So that's it. It's that's uh it. no going back. <laughs> once you start I mean I'm a TikToker from a consumer perspective and again once I start can't stop. But um yeah, I need to figure out the, the posting part it's it's uh I, I'll get that. I need to get that because it is important like I, I think like uh, as much as like I'll post and ghost then I'm not in it fully But I do need to start posting more because as a brand founder, it's one of the best ways to communicate, to storytell. So I'm going to follow you on TikTok, but I'm also going to put the link in the summary for all the links you said, TikTok, Instagram, so people can just go ahead and follow straight away. And uh, I'm excited to hopefully meet in person very soon. And uh, we'll just keep on conversating and uh, doing what we're doing together. I'm excited.
1: I feel like after this, we're going to be talking like every week. Honestly, yeah,
0: literally. We're going to
1: be doing our skincare, I'll be doing my hair all length it's gonna happen (laughs) i so appreciate just you and having me on the show and i'm just like so excited for all that you're doing and what we're gonna accomplish together so thank you
0: i hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the ACAST app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the ACAST Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners stay tuned for the next episode of found the beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops